Bob and Kel Clevercast for the week of June 1, 2023. It occurs, oh, and by the way, it's brought to, see, I almost forgot. That's ironic. Uh, brought to you by Prevagen, which apparently uh, Kel needs to remember where his car keys are. I go into CVS to buy Prevagen and I keep forgetting to buy it. That shows you how good Prevagen is. So, Without done. Um. You know, th this uh, also ties into the fact that I forgot the last time we convened that um, Bob Dylan had just turned 82. And then we find out today that 83-year-old Al Pacino is going to be a father again with a 29-year-old girlfriend. This comes the week after the uh, 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 bulletin about uh, Robert De Niro, about to be a father again in his uh, late 70s. So my theory is, uh, that um, and this item is seen um, around American households during Thanksgiving. It's called a baster, a turkey baster. And I have a feeling that we have uh, a couple of donors and a couple of turkey basters at work. That's what's happening because <laughs> I cannot imagine getting into bed with an 83-year-old man or woman. That would mean, you know, Tina Turner. I'm sorry. I, I just... Uh, I, I know I know that one of my big regrets in my younger days of social socially circulating that I didn't open myself up to slightly older people, but not people in their eighties. That's well, you know that's a well, a bridge too far. But but Bob, would you open be open to the idea of oh say sleeping with a twenty seven year old yourself? I would have to ask, what's in it for you? <laughs> because you know. <laughs> I have very little, if anything, to offer at this point. So I would have to, um, I would have to have them sign something like an NDA or something. I don't know. If there's a twenty questions for Bob question, that would be one of mine. Is like, what is the widest parameter between ages of a person that you've slept with? I think the uh, highest I would go is um, eighty. Nancy Pelosi. I would uh, tap that. I would try to. Okay. I think she's still uh, pretty, uh, you know, pretty well held together. All right. Um, Jimmy Buffett, if you'll recall, a week or two ago, made an announcement that he had to cancel a concert or a tour, going to the hospital. And his quote was, old age ain't for sissies. And I'm here to tell you that that is about the truest statement yes. that I have heard recently. And... If you can't remember your car keys now, I have horrible news for you. It's not going to get any better. <laughs> it's just not. No aspect is going to get any better. I know. I, I was in line today. I don't know how uh, much uh, pharmacy hopping you guys do. But I was in line today 10 minutes early for the availability of a certain drug. A lousy $6 statin, 90-day supply. And uh, it says it'll be ready at 10 o'clock this morning. So I'm in line at 10 to 10. And while I'm in line, the time and day change. Oh, it's like dealing with Delta Airlines. Suddenly, the uh, uh, the day and time had changed to tomorrow at five thirty. So I go up to the oh lady my. today at CVS Pharmacy, and I say they've just changed the time on me. Can you help me? And she says, "Oh yes, I will expedite. You come back in fifteen minutes." <laughs> so while I'm gone to Santa Monica to fetch another 
a drug and drop off a, a written prescription uh, for a pharmacy that I've never dealt with before. I get another message from CVS, same pharmacy. Yes. Your medicine is on order and we will call you or we will text you when it's ready. I'm telling you, I, I said this weeks ago, white hair is the new black skin. Oh, you are man. a second class citizen and it's you're not going to be ranked any higher for the rest of your life by the medicine industrial complex. I just want you to know what is lying in wait for you out there. It's all downhill from here. Thank you, Bob. It it really is. You know, <laughs> I can, I I've never I seen you more news. overjoyed. Kel's coming with us. Let's go. I even received an email reminder today from Disney Concert Hall, downtown LA, where we're spending the next weekend, uh, telling me, uh, arrive at the concert one hour ahead of showtime so you will have time to find your seats. Mm. At first, I'm feeling kind of... Uh, kind of insulted. I'm thinking, well, where are these seats that I would need an hour to find them? I could have sworn that I ordered these seats from a graph, you know, of the seating chart, right? Sure. Are they in a closet? Are they across the street? Am I Al Pacino instead of a woman? Am I blind? Why would it take an hour? And so uh, this, we'll, we'll find out the answer to that question on Friday because it's 11 o'clock in the morning show and you'd think I would be awake by that. Yeah, I would think. Oh, a morning show. Wow. Yeah, 11 o'clock in the morning. Hmm. You got to see, here's another thing about this age. Get stuff done in the day. Yeah. Because the night is fraught with peril. I mean, I can still drive at night, but um, it's a little like living in Phoenix. You're uh. uh, around. Get all the stuff you need to do done first thing in the morning or sometime during the day before it starts getting really hot. Or in this case, really dark. Oh, I see. If you need any other cautionary tales along the way, let me know and I will uh, do my best to help. All right. But I just I just feel as if the members of both of your generations, or if you're of the same generation, let's say uh, people uh, going back to age 40. Yes. Kel, you just turned 50. Yes. It's none of my business how old Kurt is. I just want both of you to know that it's not going to get any better. <laughs> That's just the plain fact of the matter. Well, you just sound like a naysayer today. Well, that's just what I've been experiencing. No, you're just, right. Uh, you're totally right. I know you're right. And I don't want to admit you're right, but you're right. You're, you're, uh, tell me if this is a sign of senility. And by the way, I'm so sad for Rosalind Carter. I assume you saw the headline that she has dementia. Right. I can't imagine what it's like around that house. You know, Jimmy Carter doesn't even know he's alive and she's, you know, nattering on like one of the Beale sisters. I can't imagine that's a very pleasant way to spend one's twilight weeks and months but um there have been some turnover in the various sports leagues at the higher echelons of the admin and the coaches and managers and stuff mm -hmm. i'll bet you i can't recognize the names of 95 percent of the coaches and managers of major league level sports teams in any sport where do these people come from? I don't remember any of them as players. Are they career, you know, office politicians? Uh, oh, yeah. Like You're your right. own twins manager, Rocco Baldelli. I don't remember him as a player. What about the Wolves coach, uh, Chris Finch? Never heard of that guy before. Where are they coming from? 
I mean, the only reason I kind of know who that Joe Mazzolo is from uh, Boston Celtics is the fact that he replaced the guy who had some sort of inner office affair. <laughs> and that guy, the the <laughs> horny office guy, I'd never heard of him before. True. I've never heard of any of the first and third base coaches. I've never heard of any of the uh, uh, offensive or defensive coordinators. Uh, one at UCLA a couple of days ago died. That's the first time I'd ever heard of him was when he died. So I don't know whether this, whether this is a sign of senility or not. Usually, I would think if you can't pronounce senility, uh, you're you're dealing with borderline senility. That's true. Um, culture wars at the ballpark. Have you suffered any there at XL or Target or um, any of your ballparks? Because we have a thing going on here at Dodger Stadium. Um, there are athletes who feel that gay people should not be proud. There should not be a pride. They should feel shame. And I'm not going to wear the rainbow, uh, you know, insignia on my uniform. We've seen this happen in soccer. We've seen it happen in the NHL. Is anything like that raging in the Twin Cities? Well, I know that the Wild did abandon their uh, their uh, pride practice jerseys, or they made it optional or something silly like that so it's 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 making the rounds and i guess why should we be surprised the the country seems to be split in half why not our favorite teams and it's so it's such a no-brainer i mean homosexuality has existed for thousands of years in all kinds of species and if you don't want to see a shirt in a retail setting that has a rainbow on it just walk on by Walk on you know, by. That's like that's Dion Warwick. Yeah. Walk on by. Well, you already by said Baccarat. by the time by the time I get to Phoenix, what are we doing? A Dion Warwick. Uh, Every great... time I see a rainbow in a shirt and I start cry. Yeah. Walk <laughs> on by. Well, but no, they're uh, they're making a big fuss. Uh, you know, the uh, Moms for Liberty and the other uh, QAnon uh, style groups are invading the retail spaces and messing with the inventory. And we're so effective with Target at intimidating that chain that they've now moved on to Kohl's. Oh. Yep. Hmm. So I don't know. Uh, we need to find a Munich and stop them there. But I, I, I've never understood retail. My father was in it for 50 years. That's how he built his mini empire. And I never understood the principle behind retail. I get it that I could sell you something. I take the money, I put it in the bank. But to reinvest that money in another copy of what I just sold you and put it back on the shelf, to me, that cuts into my profit margin. And this goes on over and over and over, depending on what item and how many items you have in your store. So retail has never made much sense to me. But trespassing does compute with me. And if you walk into a store and you mess with their inventory, and you, you know, raise hell with the clerks mm -hmm. and with the managers and whatnot because you see things that rub you the wrong way. I'm sorry. Welcome to life. And if you want to um, push things to the degree that that side of things does, uh, we're going to have to call you an ambulance or we're going to have to call a, uh, a squad car to take you to jail because you're trespassed. Agreed. That, that's, that's all I can come up with. I worked in retail for five years in my high school and college years. Shopco in St. Cloud. Say hello to a goodbye at Shopco. 
Um, <laughs> now, see, you remember that tagline, but you can't remember where your car keys are. Who Isn't knows? that strange? Yes. Um, I just, I only remember, you know, there were, we were all college kids. So we were just chasing after each other and trying to get dates and touchy feely and stuff like that. But the thing I remember the most, some guy wandered in to the housewares aisle and decided to relieve himself right there in the aisle <laughs> in St. Cloud, Minnesota, of all places. Well, perhaps he had just come from a kegger um, <laughs> at his uh, bar mitzvah, because I'm guessing that's around 12, 13 years of age when when youngsters start drinking in the St. Cloud perhaps. and he just couldn't make it to the restroom in time. Perhaps if, you know, if they let 60 year old men into into raging parties yeah he was an older gentleman i was uh, hired at about two dollars an hour to help my uh, father um sell stuff while he was in back doing the printing he had a printing uh um, shop in the back and then up front was the retail the office supplies and my you know um aptitude i could only handle you know, like staplers and paper clips and stuff like that. Well, what if America's right wing decides that a stapler has some sort of special, oh yeah, you know, subversive meaning, right. and they decide to come into an office supply store and steal all your staplers? Well, I, I'm sorry, that just can't be allowed to go on. You know, it's yeah. like objecting to shirts with with uh, rainbows on them. Just walk on by. You know, the, uh, you got to tolerate stuff. I'm so disappointed in Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, I was going to bring that One of my favorite all-time yeah. All-American athletes, charity-minded role models, and now he's come out to say, uh, we need a day uh, at the stadium devoted to uh, Jesus and family and whatnot. I have I just... no problem with that. But what about, what about a ball game with no culture wars? What about a ball game with no agendas? You know, just baseball. And leave the other stuff, you know, back behind the San Gabriel Mountains. There's no time okay. for it anyway. There's shorter games. There's not enough time for all these culture wars. Yeah. Well. Oh, wait. Are you adjusting to the shorter games? I, I've canceled them now. I had, I've had to cancel the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw because of oh. what's going on. So now I just watched the Angels. I watched uh, uh, the greatest all-round player in the history of the world hit two home runs today the only player in the major leagues with six wins and 15 home runs. And uh, Trout hit one as well, and they uh, won a laugh for at Chicago 11-2. So I watch the Angels now, and I will probably watch some of the uh, NBA Finals, the uh, Nuggets and Miami, because uh, I, I, I want to I be watching when someone finally has enough of uh, Jimmy Thugler and uh, knocks him down with a uh, stiff right cross to the jaw. Yeah, I'm pulling for Denver, too. I'm hoping for a sweep. Why not? What I don't understand is this enormous man, how he can shoot from those distances and how he can drive and people get out of his way. Yeah. This Jokic thing is just a mystery to me. I, I don't, I don't a... understand it. The game has been played by people as athletic as, let's say, Dominique Wilkins or Dr. J. And here's this plumber-looking guy. He's a you brute. Know, where, where is he from originally? Eastern Europe somewhere? Serbia, uh, something like that. Yeah, and, and uh, he just pulls his way on through and scores the baskets and the team wins. And 
you know, well, ask the Lakers how good he is. Yeah. So And the Timberwolves. They lost to him, too. Culture wars at the ballpark and in the retail settings. This has uh, got to stop. Well, what happens if we find out Shohei is not really from Japan? He's from China. Then what happens? I just... I just found out in the last few minutes that the real Hillary Clinton is in jail. <laughs> the one that's uh, out of jail is some sort of uh, uncanny imposter. I, I'm I'm ready to accept anything now. Al Pacino fathering a child at 83. Hillary Clinton, the real one, is in jail. And rainbow shirts have this subversive agenda. I, I'm, you know, at this point, I'll believe anything you put in front of me. I got gotcha. you. I got a new homeless anecdote for you. Right. Happened this past uh, Sunday in the shadow of the south end of the UCLA campus. We had just come from church, and there's a special taco place we enjoy called Pinch's Tacos. Hmm. And um, all we had in mind was taking our food out onto the patio, sitting at a table, you know, uh, put there especially for customers. But I noticed there's... Uh, a lonely soul at the end of the row there, finishing his dark beer and behaving in a really aristocratic way and speaking with an exotic accent and occasionally strolling up and down the um, sidewalk there in a very uh, aristocratic way and stopping at each table to lecture people, but not necessarily in a negative way. But I'm just trying to enjoy my meal. Have you ever... Have you ever been in a situation where you can't enjoy your meal because someone who doesn't have a home thinks it's a good idea to fuck with you? Mm. I don't get it. Yeah, that is tough. You would think that the wait staff would have done something about that. But yeah, are they afraid to shoo him well, out? There's where we get to the current understaffing post-COVID. I think there were maybe two people in that place. And they were inside making the food. There's nobody, you know, patrolling the outside. I really, I don't understand the lack of focus on security, commercially or residentially. Uh, I recall a few years ago when Yasiel Puig of the Dodgers was playing a game. And while he was playing, some guys with guns decided to stop by his house and uh, rob him. And I'm thinking, well, you know, Yasiel Puig has the money to afford uh, guys with crisscrossing ammo belts uh, patrolling his uh, yard like, uh, you know, guerrilla warriors. Why doesn't he spend a hundred bucks a night to keep his possessions intact? I don't right. understand why, why businesses and uh, residences owned by wealthy people, why the accent is so off of security. I don't get it. You're right. I think of the same thing with uh with like drunken athletes who drink and drive or celebrities for that matter. Shouldn't they have drivers? <laughs> Shouldn't they have somebody well, take exactly. them from place to yeah. place? I don't get right. it. Right. Oh, while we're briefly on the subject of, of gunplay, um, I had a dream uh, the other night that uh John John Morant shot Jimmy Butler. And oh, wow. uh, and no one cared. Is that a dream or a nightmare? That's a dream, right? Uh, <laughs> When I wake up to the fact, literally to the fact that I just dreamed that, I'm thinking maybe I should look in the paper. Maybe it actually happened. Mm -hmm. but you can, can't you see John Morant finally going over the edge and shooting someone? In this case, it was someone who probably has shot some people himself, Jimmy Butler. Well, like you said that, Kel, you're 50 now. It's all downhill from here. Do you think there's any upward mobility for Ja anymore? Do you think he's 
uh, swirling the the drain. I think he's made his decision. Apparently, someone put in front of him a decision. Do you want to be a gangster rapper or do you want to be an NBA star? Mm-hmm. And he's made his decision. And that's, you know, yeah, that's none of my none of my business, really. I just hope he doesn't hurt anyone or himself. Yeah, that's true. Or a member of his family. Mm-hmm. So I'm being uh, pestered by this guy. My partner says I need to go down a, a couple of storefronts and pick up something rather than I'm thinking. I didn't say anything at the time, but I'm thinking, oh, good. I'm going to be left alone to deal with this guy. And there were populated tables, a couple of other tables with people sitting at them around me. But he does finally get to me. And I don't know uh, uh, how this registers with the Minnesota nice culture. Do you consider yourself adept at ignoring people? Yeah, I think there's some sort of passivity of Minnesota in your in your blood that allows you to like look past people, I think. Wouldn't you agree, Kurt? Yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I'm pretty good at ignoring people. <laughs> or pretending that you don't hear them. Because uh, there was a point where I thought, okay, I can gather up my food and I can finish it in my car. If I took it back inside the store where I ordered, he would probably follow me. You're having to come up with all these self-defense scenarios when all you really want to do is sit there and enjoy a meal in the company of other sane people. But no, there's always this one deranged guy with with his own special spin on being deranged. And I mean, uh, as far as apparel goes and the accent and what he's drinking. And and the size uh, of his and the fabric of his bag. See, they always have a bag. Mm. And um, I, I just don't know uh, where to go anymore. That a person can can count on a good old fashioned patio lunch on a Sunday after church. See, that's that's another thing that galls me. That's key. is that I had just gotten out of church. Mm. I'm the Lord's filled day. with the spirit. I don't want to slug anybody. Ah. But what do you do when someone who has God knows how many diseases is breathing on my food? What do you do? I guess I can only think of one thing. You stay home. (laughs) As a law-abiding citizen, what do you do? It is tough, though. I'm not kidding. It's tough to, like, get up and, and get out there because, like, there are just so many weirdos, whether they're homeless, whether they're just speak in their mind it is it is easier to just stay in your basement and watch netflix <laughs> how noticeable are your homeless in that area well in suburban I mean, st paul and oh, uh, where kurt lives in the country there's a number of i i've i took a drive through minneapolis recently and there's a lot of tent homes a lot of tents under the bridges that type of thing it's kind of it's a really mm-hmm. sad state of affairs i'm sure it's tons yeah. worse in in california but it's just it's odd to see here happening but and then you'll see them all over every every ramp has one these days yeah sixty-five thousand homeless at least before karen back bass took office Sixty-five thousand homeless that's a pretty good size american city within mm-hmm. a city and there's just no place to go to escape them unless it's indoors and the price keeps out the riffraff. That's that's the only way really to uh, avoid it completely. I mean, like I think about Oakland out there. It's like 
every every sports team's trying to get out of there. It seems like what's left in Oakland except for what is it more or less a shanty town? I mean, what is what's going on out there? I've not been to Oakland or Berkeley in uh, in I don't know six months or so, so I I don't know what to okay what to tell you. Um, are they collecting at your libraries the way they are here? They really mm. love the library. I, I I had no idea that the homeless would lead the culture in literacy because that's where they go apparently to watch the porn on the computers. Yes, they're deranged, but they still know how to use a computer and they know how to find uh, my man Brad Newman. I guess whenever the mood uh, strikes, Brad is loved by all, and <laughs> and you know these library computers are right there in front of God and everybody, and children walk past and right. just they just it's just the damnedest thing. See, they have the skill that you'd like to have, where you can ignore everything around you. They can do that. They can sit at a computer, ignore everything, and focus on that one pornographic image it's, it's i didn't a, it's tell you uh or not yet i don't think but last year i think it was for my birthday we went to palm springs and uh i uh at some point in the day i was near a rite aid it's a combination pharmacy drugstore and i went in to ask where to use the restroom and the, the lady lied to me and said they didn't have one because wow. she thought i was homeless oh. i was in a uh faded uh uh, uh blue jean jacket and of course the you know the scruff of beard and whatnot she thought i was homeless she didn't want me hanging around the store oh i i had the same experience with you once before when we met in downtown st paul the one time and i ran into that gentleman i thought was you but he was a homeless yeah. man couldn't tell the right <laughs> right uh that's called a separated at birth oh sorry wrong show double ganger <laughs> right um, this past weekend, a series finales, did you partake of any of them? And what did you think? I mean, they all ended on the same weekend. I know, Mrs. Right? Maisel, Barry and Succession all ended on the same weekend. Uh, let's see. All of them went four seasons, four years and ended on the same weekend. Did you partake? And if so, what did you think? Um, a, yes, I watched Succession, loved it. Um, you know, very open-ended, but it was a, a nice way to end that series of hateful people. Uh, B. Barry, I have not finished it. I've, I'm about halfway through the final season, so that's where I am. I and think then, of the of the three series, Barry had the most uh, open and shut case, final type ending. Okay. Um, and I, I I think I agree with your uh, description of uh, Succession's ending but they should have just gone to black a blackout when tom and shiv were being driven toward us in the town car with uh her hand on his yeah i also wonder if sex in the city also on hbo back in the day was good for at least two bad movies why couldn't they do a succession movie this this series finale was 90 minutes that's a damn movie man right um, it sounds like none of the main characters wanted want to do this, I think, but I know they could probably make something out of Cousin Greg. I don't know. That would be uh, an excellent spinoff. Maybe just the title Greg with an exclamation point. And what were what were Greg and Tom known as? They were known as some sort of the, the, the disgusting brothers. brothers, the disgusting brothers. That sounds like a yeah. kind of a miniseries. Yeah. 
and Greg could have his greglets, and uh, they would have uh, tomlets in the morning for breakfast. And, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it writes still itself. Conti continue all the jargon. Um, but I'm going to miss them. I I've uh, I've taken to finding substitutes or replacements for these series that have ended. I'll recommend to you a Netflix series. I was never, I don't know, I was aware of Carrie Russell, but I never really followed her work. I obviously didn't see Felicity, but I didn't see the Americans as well, though I heard great things about I, that series. I love the Americans. She had a, uh, she has a Netflix series that we are uh, two episodes away from ending called uh, The Diplomat. I watched it, yes. Yeah, what do you think? Loved it. It was great. Great yeah. inside stuff. They yeah, talk. and great chemistry between her and the old man. Yep. And the, uh, you know, the Brit, the very proper Brit uh, ambassadors and prime ministers and whatnot. Right. And they made some article was talking about how uh, comparing like how there are the real things, things that really happen to diplomats and the things that are, you know, grossly exaggerated. But they said the packing of one's bags for them, as off-putting as that is, it happens all the time. I don't know. Yeah. Would you have a problem with somebody packing your bag, Bob? Yes, I would, as a matter of fact, because I'm afraid they'd make off with one of my edibles. <laughs> I completely miscalculated my edible on Sunday before the succession finale. Oh, so when that when that scene came along where the the three uh, siblings are acting like children and their mother is in the room and they make this goulash uh, uh, fit for a king thing, yeah. it just seemed so outsized to me. It was like I was adding a hallucination to what I was already hallucinating thanks to the miscalculated edible. So the lesson here is don't, you know, time your edible and time how much of the edible you want before something you're really looking forward to. So you don't screw it up. Have you done like an edible in the, um, in the, in the, at a concert or anything like that to kind of enhance that? Or has it always I have been? Not, just... No, because I'm usually the one who has to drive home and I don't want that. I did tell you, did I not that I, I went to a Cheech and Chong show at the Greek theater and people were smoking pot all around me. And on the way home in the car, I would just laugh completely out of context for no reason at all. And then I realized, holy crap, I'm dealing with a contact high here. I could be pulled over, thrown into jail, having not done anything wrong, except go to, I think it was uh the, the the groups were War and Tower of Power and the MCs were Cheech and Chong. And people were, uh, you know, just blowing it all over me. Oh, and wow. uh, got in got in the car and uh, I was I was zonked. I was out of it. Every <laughs> red light was really funny for some reason. I, I still to this day can't understand why. Oh, this is a strange drug man. That's a fascinating um for lack of a better term, addiction or oh. habit. I've never understood what the difference is between an addiction and something you just enjoy doing every day. Right. Such as Eel River IPA from Scotia, California, 7.2 ABV. <laughs> so. Yeah. Very cool. I Are feel you... like I always have to use the, uh, add the sound effect. Oh, what, what's uh, oh, what's Kurt holding up there? Eight percent. Eight percent. What's the name of it? Is it Surly something by Surly? Oh, Kurt, you're you're muted, Kurt. Angry Orchard, hard, hardcore, dark cherry apple. 
eight eight ABV of eight. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like you put you put a hardcore on anything, it raises it a, a, a little bit more. I mean, yeah, it, I mean, what, you know, they have they have Mountain Dew liquor now. I mean, come on. Yeah, I remember uh, a place on Selby Avenue that when the ABV got to a certain point, they would only serve you like eight ounces of it in a glass. Oh, that's when you know that Lutherans rule the state you're living in. When when you when you're not even allowed as a grown up to consume whatever quantity of whatever beverage you want to consume, you're right. That's uh, that's pathetic. But now, am I wrong, or did I not read that your governor Waltz has signed a bill legalizing marijuana in your state? Yeah, well, I think it has. It's got to pass through one more set of things or has it is it happening i know i've been hearing that it is happening it just when i thought it was legalized i think what they're trying to do is prove uh my theory wrong that it's not going to get any better this is the part that's going to get better uh with age is that uh, you have this uh whole new world of uh altered consciousness consciousnesses ahead of you Mm. that's something to rejoice in i think if if uh you know, if accomplished in the privacy of your own home, if you're not driving or uh, operating heavy machinery. But still no sports gambling, so it's not a total utopia yet. Well, you know, uh, I think you would have that, but there's a contingent there in Minnesota. The Bible Belt? uh, The the tribes that just won't allow it. The tribes won't allow any competition. Hmm. From what I read, they they feel that... um, that would be uh, further competition with them, and they they feel the compact doesn't allow for that. So I don't think you'll ever have it there unless someone decides to give the tribes their fair share. Gotcha. Now, on the other hand, I'm also hearing that just below the Iowa border, uh, um, is it Dubuque or someplace near Dubuque in northern Iowa, there is a, a, a fan dueler, a DraftKings center in a hotel uh, roughly 90 minutes from oh, your yeah. front door and you can uh spend a weekend there and do some sports betting like uh like happens in civilization yeah some of the some of the radio shows that i listen to once in a while they talk about getting their fix by driving that 90 miles down there so yeah i could see us doing that next time you come around do you really would you like to do that because yeah, i would I like so. to do that yeah, let's give it a try. Let's give it a spin. I, we could uh, both get away from the old uh, balls and chains and uh, and kick up our heels. Yeah, there's I've also even another... looked at Kel. I've even looked at their menu. You have I've even looked at this place's. I've even looked at their menu. Their the food menu order. or their gambling menu? What they've you... got a. They've got a. Apparently, they've got a mean uh, jalapeno popper <laughs> at this particular uh, establishment. Oh, let's let's so do be this fun. then. And it's less time to get there than it would be if you drove east Turtle Lake, where they have a sports book. Right, that's true. But yeah, it's it's a good point. Yeah, Turtle Lake is probably the closest to where we are, but it's also Matamidi Stillwater. That might be closer, but we'll check it out. Let's do it. I have a former uh, colleague who uh, says he knows some guys who have an arrangement with a mule. He is their mule. He carries their... For a fee, he carries their money down to this place in Iowa. Okay. And he distributes it among the uh, tellers there on certain games and then brings the tickets back to them. 
And and this is during college and NFL season. He doesn't stick it someplace to bring it down there, does he? Like he doesn't keister it, put it. Oh no, not that kind of mule. No, not like a drug mule. Nothing goes. uh, Nothing just uh, like that would be too much. I think this is Highway 35. I don't think this is the Hershey Highway. Now the question is: Do we bring do we bring Kurt along on this to kind of set up the mics, and we could do a podcast oh from a casino? God, that's, that's a fantastic idea, and I'll bet that place would like the publicity too. Or else they'll ask us to pay for it. <laughs> what, what do you bet they'll be very impressed when I tell them that more than thirty people watch this podcast on LinkedIn? Yeah, we could probably get them their email addresses. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is a fantastic idea! You should pursue a career in marketing. <laughs> And promotions. Thank you. Um, so I will uh, recommend the diplomat. And then I also came across a, um, I've been waiting for this thing for a couple of years and it finally was released in the past couple of weeks in a variety of platforms. It's a documentary called Going for Truth. It's about the uh, motion picture director, Alan Pakula, whose body of work I would put next to any American director. He uh, directed, um, Kill a Mockingbird, Sophie's Choice, All the President's Men. Just an amazing body of work. He's no longer with us. And a number of uh, real bullface names uh, have memories of him, very emotional memories uh, that they share. Harrison Ford is one, Meryl Streep is another. So I would recommend Going for Truth, the uh, life story of Alan Pakula. I believe I found it on Prime. Okay. Now, do you have an Apple Plus membership? I do. Did you find that to be kind of uh, complicated to maintain, the, like passwords and stuff and getting into it and, and ordering no. a show? Once once you've set the email and password and save it, typically you can just click on the icon on your smart what, TV. What are, you, what are you watching on Apple Apple Plus? Well, always Ted Lasso, of course. The final I thought that's one of the final episodes this week in this week of final episodes season the finale of the series which I know Ted you don't Lasso, watch you because know, everybody else watches it but Ted, uh, well everybody but me that's everybody. one of my nevers yes along with never have I ever right and uh all the popular shows I just don't watch them but and that is true I mean I don't think you're missing if you're not into that show there's there's probably a few others on there but you're probably okay to skip Apple TV I think you're you're fine with that but but they've got a couple of uh, shows that I'm interested in okay. I used to watch the Emily Dickinson show well, or whatever watch that yes and then um they've got a show set in Ireland now called Bad Sisters oh, that yeah. Bono's daughter Eve Hewson is in oh okay and then there's and then there's uh um um, oh, this uh, shrinking thing. Oh, yes. Psychologists, Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford and um, Jason Segal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that. So, That's very, it's very Ted Lasso like, but I feel like you probably won't like that. <laughs> really? Yeah. As, as, the, as the shows that sound attractive begin to accumulate, then at some point I will pounce and pay the whatever. How much does Apple Plus cost? Yeah. What is it? Probably eight to $10 a month. Yeah. Um, and Harrison just grunts through the whole thing. It's kind of like everything he does. I still can't believe he's going to be in a new Indiana Jones movie um, when he was deemed too old for the last Indiana Jones movie. It's like, how does this man move around? I can't believe he still has a pilot's license because every time he goes up in a plane out of the Santa Monica airport, he winds up crashing it. 
I'm just amazed that the man is still alive. Is he still with Callista? He is. As a matter of fact, they appeared together at Cannes, at the recent Cannes Film Festival. Okay, interesting. Where his um, uh, Indiana Jones um, sequel to a sequel to a sequel uh, was unveiled for the first time. Well, um, HBO recently changed to Max. What did you think about that? So did you have any complications with that? Uh, yeah, uh, and I I don't understand why. Why do they need to do that? I have no idea. The only thing I can think of is if it's like when a company changes names because it's not making any money, so then right. they avoid taxes. I don't is, know. Is there still a Cinemax? Because I, I get uh, confused with my Maxes. That's the thing. I think HBO purchased Cinemax. So it was part, It was, that's the reason it was called HBO Max for the longest time. And I think now they just went with Max, which I think, it doesn't really make sense unless they're just going with the idea that max is maximum. Who knows? It doesn't make sense to me. Max has been a fixture uh, throughout my life. Max factor was the big, uh, oh, yeah. it was the big cosmetic. Max Patkin was the baseball clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maxi pads. Yes. I had no idea uh, at a very young age, what the hell those were used for. Weren't um, the maximum size condoms? Uh, yes, uh, those were called. Um, what the hell were they called? Magnums. They were yeah, called magnums. That's it. That's it. Yeah, and uh, TJ Maxx. <laughs> uh, Max has been with us forever. <laughs> well, the show I'm watching on that one, we just wrapped up. It's called Love and Death. Do you know the Candy Montgomery story from from your neck of the woods down in Texas? The Bible yeah. Belt. That's right. True a- crime is a true crime is very popular genre they do an interesting take on it so and who portrays candy elizabeth olsen the third of the olsen sisters and does that mean that she is the daughter of one of the stars of like like a mary kate and ashley olsen is she the daughter of one of them no she is that she's old enough now to play that character i mean she's 30 something but but is she a dip from a different Olsen family? No, no, she's their I guess their older sister or something like that. The the, the Olsen twins' sister, Elizabeth Olsen. Yes. Which seems like Mary Kate and Ashley should be older. Should be in their forties or fifties. Man, maybe and maybe this woman. It. Maybe I mean, Elizabeth Bob Olsen Saget is dead. Yeah, that's how old they should be. <laughs> Bob, Bob Saget, Saget is, is dead. dead. Um. And the other yeah. the other thing about HBO that I was or Max, I was recently trying to watch John Oliver and realizing why isn't he on? Oh, that's right, the writer's strike. When is this writer's strike going to end, Bob? Well, what complicates matters is that actors go into negotiations on July one, and the projected date for their strike is July seven. Okay. So as of July seven, you could have writers and actors on strike, uh, pretty much putting an end to the uh, entertainment industry for the rest of the year wow you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen i mean who else is there there's no one to write there's no one to act well cameras are pretty useless at that reality tv my friend that's what they did last time oh the unscripted thing yeah so that could save the networks is the unscripted thing there's your question of the day. Have you ever watched, I guess I'm get, I, I know the answer to this. Have you watched ever any reality TV show? I need to be able to admire what a writer has put in the mouths of great actors. Uh, I just 
can't see um, sitting in front of a TV and admiring the cast of Jersey Shore. Was it called Jersey Shore? Jersey, Jersey Shore, something. right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, those those thugs and loose women and whatnot from real life. Mm-hmm. I get enough of that in real life. Really surprised that there isn't an unscripted uh, a reality show starring homeless people. Oh yes, it's called the Bob I mean, and Cal Show. Making them, uh, making them stars, and getting them out from their, uh, you know, deprived situation. Mm-hmm. There are well, here's a here's a I'll tell you a, a great. Uh, idea for an unscripted show i don't think i'm talking out of school here i i doubt seriously word of this will get back to the family who's given me this idea all right well i'll tell you if it's been done before hold on just a second i just lost you uh i don't know what happened there i've lost everything can you still Uh, hear me i can hear you i can see you i'm good i'm good we can hear and see you okay i i can't I just see the word Zoom. My uh, my um, hand hit something there. There we go. Okay, so here's the deal. The daughter marries well, really well, and they have a child. The in-laws, meaning the daughter's parents, are, I don't know, by choice or necessity, I don't know unemployed the dad likes to play tennis Uh, the mom likes to you know do what middle-aged moms do or late middle age anyway they're dependent on the son-in-law for their the necessities of life his business his business takes him to zurich places like that and he brings the in-laws with him because they are the built-in childcare. The child barely knows her parents because they're off, you know, making names for themselves in software or whatever the family business is. Um, and don't you think that's kind of a, a novel twist on the American family where the son-in-law is the head of household, is the breadwinner, and everybody's dependent on the son-in-law and his assistant, his wife, their daughter, the child's mother. What do you think of that? Wow. I need a map. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's something. Can we play it on uh, Max? uh, Boy, I don't know. Who who handles all the reality programming now? Is it one of the regular broadcast networks like the the folks who would carry uh, Survivor and... uh, the other ones yeah C- cbs yeah yeah i'll get them on the line it's a it's a golden idea bob please do have your uh, people call my people and we'll um <laughs> we'll wrap up for this time and uh, hopefully have a, a guest next time um maybe maybe i can call down to that uh that sports book in iowa and have that guy on as a guest and and he can tell us what goes on in that uh, sports book and hotel. Cause that's just, I don't know, just people tell me, Oh, it's on this dinky little, you know, dive, dinky little dives. That's where the real people hang out, you know, not these uh, jerks in Las Vegas who, 
do all this howling in the sports book, which is the first sign that they, they have no money on the game. They're just there, you know, to act like big shots. So I would, I would enjoy going there. I, I uh, usually there's a fall trip before the fall trip to Minnesota before the snow flies, but I have a feeling that I would be unwelcome this fall okay. because the second grandchild arrives in August. So chances are, I won't get to Minnesota oh. until, until early to mid next year, but then we'll go to Iowa. Okay. Well, we'll, on this note of uh, technical difficulties, that, uh, Kel has, warm for you. Uh, apparently, uh, Kel has forgotten the keys to his computer. Well, because he's I'm guessing you guys are having trouble. Most of the past five minutes. We will take our leave of you now and, uh, and greet you uh, next week. So long for now. Thanks for being with us.